Welcome to Third Angle, where you find us shaking up digital manufacturing by 3D printing the metal products of the future. I'm your host, Paul Hames from industrial software company PTC. In this podcast, we share the moments where digital transforms physical and meet the brilliant minds behind some of the most innovative products around the world, each powered by PTC technology. Imagine you're standing in a factory that makes products out of metal. It's loud, right? With lots of machines tooled to make very specific products. But what if there was another way of manufacturing metal products and components? One that is virtually silent, a factory that has no production line. Can the traditional manufacturing process really be digitized? Vulcan Forms, supported by PTC partner PDS Vision, is an MIT-born company that builds and operates advanced digital manufacturing infrastructure. Vulcan Forms brings forth metal additive manufacturing as a scalable industrial process and as a cornerstone of breakthrough digital production systems. Integrated digital production facilities are critical infrastructure which are going to accelerate domestic and global innovation and draw top talent into the manufacturing sector. We sent our producer, Kurt Nickish, to Vulcan One, Vulcan Forms foundry in Devens, Massachusetts, to meet co-founder John Hart and to find out more. I'm John Hart, co-founder of Vulcan Forms and professor and department head in mechanical engineering at MIT. This is Vulcan One, Vulcan Forms' first production facility in Devons, Massachusetts. The facility is more than 150,000 square feet and we do integrated digital production, including additive manufacturing by laser powder bed fusion. In this facility, we produce engineered components for some of the world's largest and most innovative companies. Companies that make breakthrough medical devices, consumer electronics, components for aviation, space and defense applications, uh, and more. So products such as watches, uh, whether electronic watches or traditional watches, typically have a, a, a metallic housing, uh, which might be traditionally cast or forged and then precision machined, and we can transform the production of those components and significantly compact the supply chain using digital manufacturing, using 3D printing as the first part of the process. When we started Vulcan Forms in 2015, Martin and I had an idea for a new machine architecture to do metal 3D printing. And early on, we decided we wanted to build the company to do production rather than build and sell machines. And over time, our perspective on that being the way to create scale, to create impact, not just through additive manufacturing, but through digital manufacturing, integration, integrated production overall, has, has only become stronger. The world has realized that 3D printing is different, that by printing objects instead of casting them or forging them or machining them, you can open up new dimensions of flexibility and you can enable entirely new categories of products. But you know, even today, 3D printing is really a drop in the bucket or less of manufacturing overall. Here is DP1. Devon's printer number one, the first 
printer we built here in the Devons facility. We're obviously very creative about our printer names. Uh, this is Vulcan Forms proprietary laser powder bed fusion technology. If you're a 3D printing nerd like I am, you've heard of laser powder bed fusion before, and we founded the company to re-architect this established additive manufacturing technology for industrial scale. Uh, this printer is first a lot larger than most printers, uh, if not all printers you've ever seen before, but it executes the same basic process. It takes metal powder as a feedstock. Each powder particle is uh, a little sphere uh, with diameter similar to that of human hair, and it produces finished components uh, on the build plane. Uh, and that digital transformation from powder to finished part is the essence of additive manufacturing, is the essence of digital manufacturing. To bring this machine to life, we had to design the machine and build it entirely in-house and through a network of suppliers, including several proprietary components and subsystems that differentiate our technology and make it work uh, at the level that it does. Uh, using digital manufacturing, uh, you can shorten design cycles. You can explore new product designs, new materials with less risk, less cost, and that's very important to the customers we work with uh, who want to stay ahead of competition by having better products brought to market more quickly. Uh, and you know, in the software world, you, know, you hear like enterprise level software, enterprise level relationships. We really want to and are building enterprise level relationships with customers so they understand the capabilities that we can offer and how we can jointly evolve our capabilities and our relationship over time to become trusted partners where you know, they can make product design advances hand in hand with advancements and growth of our manufacturing technology and growth of our footprint. Every time the printer prints a layer, a gantry system scans over the powder bed and the precise control of the firing of the lasers with the position of the gantry over the powder bed is what builds the part. So you can think of a part as this intricate 3D geometry, or you can think of it as an array of three-dimensional pixels or voxels, and our ability to control the energy we deliver to the powder bed within each layer and across the layers, it's what lets us achieve the high level of quality, consistency, and the material and geometric flexibility that uh, uh, makes customers attracted to our technology and our overall integrated capabilities. Laser powder bed fusion is one layer at a time, just like many other 3D printing processes. But instead of, say, a desktop plastic printer squeezing polymer out of a nozzle, our system spreads a thin layer of metal powder. That layer, with thickness, again, comparable to a human hair, uh, and then the laser system melting the areas of the powder that would match the desired cross-section of each part or the array of parts that we're building. And the beauty and the real system-level difference between this kind of manufacturing facility and other factories is the flexibility of production. The fact that by changing the code, 
by in some cases changing just a single line of code or the reference to the digital file that we're printing, you can completely change the product that you're manufacturing. So this machine on one day or one week might be making medical implants. Uh, on the next day or the next week, it could be making watch housings or could be making jet engine components. And that is a completely different way to think of resourcing production and balancing capability and resilience in supply chains. Sometimes there are misconceptions about 3D printing or you could say digital manufacturing. One of them, it's easy, you just press print. It's not easy, it's challenging. It takes several years and a lot of investment and technology and organizational execution to bring a, a, a manufacturing process to scale. Second, sometimes you hear, oh, it's 10 times faster, 100 times faster, 10 times cheaper. That's not necessarily the case, and it doesn't need to be the case. Yes, we have a technology that is more scalable, can be more cost-effective, is truly viable and integrated with a whole digital workflow. We always want to focus on the value that we're creating rather than the ease of printing or the potential cost savings because new production technologies historically only really make impact when they create a new capability. And look across history, you know, Gutenberg's printing press in the 1500s, the Bessemer steel process in the late 1800s, technologies that made entirely new categories of products or dimensions of scale possible. And I'm not comparing additive or what Vulcan Forms is doing to those pivotal moments, but we have to think of the new capability that technology creates in order to bring about like real and transformative change. So here we see four build plates uh, as would come out of our additive manufacturing systems. So the build plate is kind of the unit of production. Uh, these are the kinds of parts we would be producing and are producing for customers, but not the exact uh, geometries. Uh, so uh, right here is a plate of hip cups, which are components of orthopedic implants. The, the cup of the hip implant is what would be inserted into the pelvic bone during hip replacement surgery. Uh, and the intricate lattice structure on the surface of the part improves the performance of the implant and the speed at which and the strength at which it integrates with the human body, leads to better patient outcomes. And the geometry and precision of this lattice is really important to the quality and performance of the implant. And our technology is uniquely capable of achieving fine, high precision lattice structures and doing so at an industrial scale. Generally, we're manufacturing very high value components, components where the material, the geometry, and the level of quality needed are differentiated. For consumer electronics and other luxury goods, the advantages include supply chain simplification, fewer steps and links needed in the supply chain to produce the finished product. Second, 
accelerating innovation. You can develop new products, new geometries more quickly because you can iterate through the digital manufacturing process without having to uh, request specialized tooling, for instance. And third, exploration of new materials and, and new geometries. Uh, there are certain alloys that can be 3D printed that can't be traditionally manufactured. There are certainly certain product designs, certain aesthetic looks, or certain uh, internal features that could be useful to the performance of the device, thermal management, packing of the electronics, perhaps even RF communications that can and I'm sure will be explored by the industry in the future. Vulcan is the Roman god of metallurgy. So when Martin Feldman, uh, the CEO of Vulcan Forms, and I met uh, and decided we would, we would give this a go, at some point we said we need a name, and we brainstormed a list of names, and Vulcan Forms is the one that, that, that came out. You know, we, are, we are forming parts, we are forming metals, we are forming products, so we are you know, forming new kinds of, of, of output. Manufacturing drives are daily lives. Step back and think of all the things around you that spend some time in a factory. It's more or less everything except the living things that uh, are on earth. And advances in manufacturing have shaped the course of history and advancement of quality of life and the human condition. And that uh, is as important today as it ever has been, especially when we're facing the need to become a more sustainable world. And in the face of the concerns of supply chain instabilities and geopolitical tensions, we realize how manufacturing is critical to our national security, our health, and our ability to explore new worlds and advance the human condition. So that's why we're here. That's why Vulcan Forms exists to move manufacturing forward and be a small piece, hopefully a very important piece of that future. That was John Hart from Vulcan Forms. Now Vulcan Forms innovative manufacturing process allows clients to drive more innovation by easily changing and testing different designs. One of the tools to help them do this is PTC's 3D CAD software, Creo. Time to meet our expert, Brian Thompson, who can tell us more. Brian, the Creo Simulation Live module once again features here. It played an important role in expediting the development of Vulcan Form's next generation printer. The ability to perform simulations in real time was an important element to that. And can you give our listeners a high level overview of what that means and how Creo enables it? Yeah, sure. I could definitely see how this is valuable for the development of something that's so cutting edge, like a next generation 3D printer. It's uh, time to market and, and really, really precise engineering is going to be really important for something this complex with so many different engineering factors. You know, when you're designing something like a piece of added manufacturing equipment that is melting metal together to make parts, there's all sorts of requirements from, you know, mechanical requirements to thermal requirements. And the simulations can get pretty complex. Uh, so teams like this are going to have simulation experts that are going to be focused on uh, some really, really high-level simulations, but there's also going to be a pretty wide array of, we will call them, in-process simulations that need to occur 
as the design is being developed. And we, what we want is we want design engineers to be able to accomplish those simulation tasks as part of their design process so that the simulation experts at Vulcan Forms can focus on the more complex, multi-physics, you know, even highly non-linear problems that are going to be relevant in developing a piece of added manufacturing equipment like Vulcan Forms is developed here. So Creo Simulation Live is really, really well-suited to the task of providing in-process design guidance. It's actually quite robust simulation, but more focused on individual physics like structural simulation or thermal simulation or modal simulation that is um, a lot more intuitive and relevant for the design engineer. And so Creo Simulation Live gives the design engineer the type of tool that they can use right there as part of the design process. It's practically instantaneous because it works on the graphics card and uses a brand new technology developed by our partners at ANSYS. And it, it is really, really well suited to in-process design simulations that design engineers can accomplish without uh, putting an, you know, an overload on the simulation team at a company like Vulcan Form. So we're excited to see Vulcan Forms take advantage of Creo Simulation Live in this way. It's exactly what we intended for Creo Simulation Live. And, and frankly, it's exactly why this real-time simulation technology inside Creo has been a strong, strong driver for a lot of a lot of interest uh, from our customer base over the last several years. Huge thanks to Brian and to John Hart for showing us around the Vulcan One facility in Devens, Massachusetts. Please rate, review, and subscribe to our bi-weekly Third Angle episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts, and follow PTC on LinkedIn and Twitter for future episodes. This is an 1860 production for PTC. Executive producer is Jackie Cook. Recording by Kurt Nickish. Sound design and editing by Clarissa Maycock. And music by Rowan Bishop.